Hare Krishna, <clears throat> my dear devotees. Welcome back to the daily readings of Srila Prabhupada's books. Right here in the Haven, which is located in Hive, Kent, Southeast England, just a stone's throw from the English Channel. Um, Abhai Das Brahmacharya and I are here. He's doing everything, I'm doing nothing. But anyway, we're here together and uh, we hope you are all safe and well and happy uh, in this confused state of affairs of the world today. Um, but let's make some sense out of it. You can make sense out of anything by hearing Srila Prabhupada's books, uh, understand things properly and get closer to Krishna, the goal of life. Okay. Srimad Bhagavata Mahima Stotra from Sri Krishna Lila Stava forms verses 412 to 416 of the book and it's meant to be the 107th obeisance that Srila Sanatana Goswami, the author, uh, offered to the Vrindavan pastimes of Krishna. And they're lovely. It's glorification of the Bhagavatam. It goes like this. <clears throat> Sarva Shastrabdi Piyusha Sarva Vedaika Satpala Sarva Siddhanta Ratnaja Sarva Lokaika Drikprada O nectar from the ocean of all scriptures singular fruit of all the Vedas, rich mine of the precious gems of all conclusive truths, you are the only giver of sight to all the worlds. Sarva Bhagavata Prana, Srimad Bhagavata Prabho, Kali Dwanduditaditya, Sri Krishna Parivartita. O life heir of all the Supreme Lord's devotees, O Master Srimad Bhagavatam, you are the sun risen in the darkness of Kali. You are the exact image of Sri Krishna. Paramananda Pataya Prema Varshakshadayate Sarvada Sarvasevyaya Sri Krishnaya Namostume. I bow down to you who are supremely blissful to read. I bow down to you who are supremely blissful to read. Your every syllable pours down a flood of prema. You can always be served by everyone. You are Sri Krishna Himself. Madeka bando matsangin madguro man mahadana manistadagamad bhagya madanandanamostute. My only friend, my constant companion, my spiritual master, my great wealth, my savior my good fortune, my source of ecstasy, I bow down to you. Asadhu sadhutadhyayin atini chuchatakara hanamunchagadachin mam premnaritkandayokspura O bestower of saintliness to the unsaintly, O exalter of the most fallen, please never leave me. Always appear in my heart and my voice with pure love. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya So we've reached the twenty first chapter of the third canto of Srimad Bhagavatam, conversation between Manu and Kardama. So Maitreya and Vidura um, are continuing to uh, discuss uh, and we're going to start with text 22 today. Maitreya resumed, sincerely extolled in these words, Lord Vishnu, shining very beautifully on the shoulders of Garuda, replied 
with words as sweet as nectar. His eyebrows moved gracefully as he looked at the sage with a smile full of affection. Purport The word vachasamritena is significant. Whenever the Lord speaks, he speaks from the transcendental world. He does not speak from the material world. Since he is transcendental, his speech is also transcendental, as is his activity. Everything in relation to him is transcendental. The word amrita refers to one who does not meet with death. The words and activities of the Lord are deathless. Therefore, they are not manufactured of this material world. The sound of this material world and that of the spiritual world are completely different. The sound of the spiritual world is nectarian and eternal, whereas the sound of the material world is hackneyed and subject to end. The sound of the holy name, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, everlastingly increases the enthusiasm of the chanter. If one repeats monotonous material words, he will feel exhausted. But if he chants Hare Krishna 24 hours a day, he will never, never feel exhausted. Rather, he will feel encouraged to continue chanting more and more. <clears throat> when the Lord replied to the sage Kardama, the word vachasam, vachasamrita, vachasamritena, is specifically mentioned since he spoke from the transcendental world. He replied in transcendental words and when he spoke, his eyebrows moved with great affection. When a devotee praises the glories of the Lord, the Lord is very satisfied and he bestows his transcendental benediction upon the devotee without reservation because he is always causelessly merciful toward his devotee. Śrīla Prabhupāda ki jāi. Text 23. Shri Bhagavan Uvacha. <clears throat> the Supreme Lord said, Having come to know what was in your mind, I have already arranged for that which you have worshipped me well through your mental and sensory discipline. Purport. The Supreme Personality of Godhead in His Paramatma feature is situated in everyone's heart. He knows, therefore, the past, present and future of every individual person, as well as his desires, activities and everything about him. It is stated in Bhagavad Gita that he is seated in the heart as a witness. The Personality of Godhead knew the heart's desire of Kardamamuni and he had already arranged for the fulfillment of his desires. He never disappoints a sincere devotee regardless of what he wants, but he never allows anything which will be detrimental to the individual's devotional service. Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai Text 24 The Lord continued, My dear Rishi, O leader of the living entities, for those who serve me in devotion by worshipping me, especially persons like you who have given up everything unto me, there is never any question of frustration. Purport Even if he has some desires, one engaged in the service of your Lord is never frustrated. Those engaged in his service are called Sakama and Akama. Those who approach the Supreme Personality of Godhead with desires for material enjoyment 
are called sakama. And those devotees who have no material desires for sense gratification, but serve the Supreme Lord out of spontaneous love for Him, are called akama. Sakama devotees are divided into four classes. Sakama devotees are divided into four classes. Those in distress, those in need of money, the inquisitive, and the wise. Someone worships the Supreme Lord because of bodily or mental distress. Someone else worships the Supreme Lord because he in need, is in need of money. Someone else worships the Lord out of inquisitiveness to know Him as He is. And someone wants to know the Lord as a philosopher can know Him by the research work of His wisdom. There is no frustration for any of these four classes of men. Each is endowed with the desired result of his worship. Text 25 Purport I mean, translation. The emperor, Swayambhubamanu, the son of Lord Brahma, who is well known for his righteous acts, has his seat in Brahmavarta and rules over the earth with its seven oceans. Purport. Sometimes it is stated that Brahmavarta is a part of Kurukshetra or that Kurukshetra itself is situated in Brahmavarta because the demigods are recommended to perform spiritual ritualistic performances in Kurukshetra. But in others' opinion, Brahmavarta is a place in Brahmaloka where Swayambhuva ruled. There are many places on the surface of this earth which are also known in the higher planetary systems. We have places on this planet like Vrindavan, Dwaraka and Mathura, but they are also eternally situated in Krishtaloka. There are many similar names on the surface of the earth and it may be that in the war age Swayambhubhamanu ruled this planet as stated here. The word Mangala is significant. Mangala means one who is elevated in every respect in the opulences of religious performances, ruling power, cleanliness, and all other good qualities. Vikyata means celebrated. Swayambhubhamanu was celebrated for all good qualities and opulences. Text 6 26 The day after tomorrow, O Brahmana, that celebrated emperor who is expert in religious activities will come here with his queen, Shatarupa, wishing to see you. Text 27 He has a grown-up daughter whose eyes are black. She is ready for marriage and she has good character and all good qualities. She is also searching for a good husband. My dear sir, her parents will come to see you who are exactly suitable for her just to deliver their daughter as your wife. Purport The selection of a good husband for a good girl was always entrusted to the parents. Here it is clearly stated that Manu and his wife were coming to see Kardamamuni to offer their daughter because the daughter was well qualified and the parents were searching out a similarly qualified man. This is the duty of parents. Girls are never thrown into the public street to search out their husband. For when girls are grown up and are searching after a boy, they forget to consider whether the boy they select is actually suitable for them. Out of the urge for, of sex desire, a, a, a girl may accept anyone. But if the husband is chosen by the parents, they can consider who is to be selected and who is not. According to the Vedic system, 
Therefore, the girl is given over to a suitable boy by the parents. She is never allowed to select her own husband independently. Text 28 That princess, O holy sage, will be just the type you have been thinking of in your heart for all these long years. <clears throat> she will soon be yours and will serve you to your heart's content. Purport The Lord awards all benedictions according to the heart's desire of a devotee. So the Lord in, informed Kardamamuni, the girl who is coming to be married with you as a princess, the daughter of Emperor Swayambhuva, and so just suitable for your purpose. Only by God's grace can one get a nice wife, just as he desires. Similarly, it is only by God's grace that a girl gets a husband suitable to her heart. Thus it is said that if we pray to the Supreme Lord in every transaction of our material existence, everything will be, will be done very nicely and just suitable to our heart's desire. In other words, in all circumstances, we must take shelter of the Supreme Personality of Godhead and depend completely on His decision. Man proposes, God disposes. The fulfillment of desires, therefore, should be entrusted to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. That is the nicest solution. Kardamamuni desired only a wife, but because he was a devotee of the Lord, the Lord selected a wife for him who was the emperor's daughter, a princess. Thus, Kardamamuni got a wife beyond his expectation. If we depend on the choice of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, we will receive benedictions in greater opulence than we desire. <clears throat> it is also significantly noted here that Kardamamuni was a Brahmana, whereas Emperor Swayambhuva was a Chatriya. Therefore, intercaste marriage was current even in those days. The system was that a Brahmana could marry the daughter of a Chatriya, but a Chatriya could not marry the daughter of a Brahmana. We have evidences from the history of the Vedic age that Shukracharya offered his daughter to Maharaj Yayati, but the king had to refuse to marry the daughter of a Brahmana. Only with the special permission of the Brahmana could they marry. Intercaste marriage, therefore, was not prohibited in olden days, many millions of years ago, but, they, there, but there was a regular system of social behavior. Text 29 She will bring forth nine daughters from the seed sown in, you, in her by you, and through the daughters you beget, the sages will duly beget children. Text 30 With your heart cleansed by properly carrying out my command, resigning to me the fruits of all your acts, you will finally attain to me. Purport Here the words tirti, kritashesha, kriyartaha are significant. Tirta means a sanctified place where charity is given. People used to go to places of pilgrimage and give munificently in charity. This system is still current. Therefore the Lord said, in order to sanctify your activities and the results of your actions, you will offer everything to, unto me. This is also confirmed in Bhagavad Gita. Whatever you do, whatever you eat, whatever you offer, whatever you mm, sacrifice, the result should be given to me only. In another place in Bhagavad Gita, the Lord said, I am the enjoyer of all sacrifices, all penances, 
in everything done for the welfare of mankind or society. All activities, therefore, whether for the welfare of family, society, country, <clears throat> or humanity at large, must be performed in Krishna consciousness. That is the instruction given by the Lord to Kardamamuni. Maharaj Yudhishthir welcomed Nardamuni. Wherever you are present, that place becomes sanctified because the Lord Himself is always seated in your heart. Similarly, if we act in Krishna consciousness under the direction of the Lord and His representative, then everything is sanctified. This is the indication given to Kardabhamuni, who acted on it and therefore received the most excellent wife and child, as will be disclosed in later verses. Text 31 Showing compassion to all living entities, you will attain self-realization. Giving assurance of safety to all, you will perceive your own self as well as all the universes in me and myself in you. Purport The simple process of self-realization for every living entity is described here. The first principle is to, under, is to be understood that this the first principle to be understood is that this world is a product of the Supreme Will. There is, there is an identity of this world with the Supreme Lord. This identity is accepted in a misconceived way by the impersonalists. They say that the Supreme Absolute Truth <clears throat> transforming Himself into the universe loses his separate existence. Thus they accept the world <clears throat> and everything in it to be the Lord. That is pantheism, wherein everything is considered to be the Lord. This is the view of the impersonalist. But those who are personal devotees of the Lord take everything to be the property of the Supreme Lord. Everything, whatever we see, is the manifestation of the Supreme Lord. Therefore, everything should be engaged in the service of the Lord. This is oneness. The difference between the impersonalist and the personalist is that the personalist does not accept the separate existence of the Lord, but the personalist accepts the Lord. He understands that although he distributes himself in so many ways, he has the, his separate personal existence. This is described in Bhagavad Gita. I am spread all over the universes in my per impersonal form. Everything is resting on me, but I am not present. There is a nice example regarding the sun and the sunshine. The sun by its sunshine is spread all over the universe and all the planets rest on the sunshine. But all the planets are different from the sun and planet. One cannot say that because the planets are resting on the sunshine, these planets are also the sun. Similarly, the impersonal or pantheistic view that everything is God is not a very intelligent proposal. The real position, as explained by the Lord Himself, is that although is that although nothing can exist without Him, it is not a fact that everything is Him. He is different from everything. So here also, the Lord says, "You will see everything in the world to be non-different from Me." This means that everything should be considered a product of the Lord's energy. And therefore, everything should be employed in the service of the Lord. One's energy should be utilized for one's self-interest. That is the perfection of the energy. 
This energy can be utilized for real self-interest if one is compassionate. A person in Krishna consciousness, a devotee of the Lord, is always compassionate. He is not satisfied that only he himself is a devotee, but he tries to distribute the knowledge of devotional service to everyone. There are many devotees of the Lord who faced many risks in distributing the devotional service to, to, of the Lord to people in general. That should be done. It is, it is also said that a person who goes to the temple of the Lord and worships with great devotion, but who does not show sympathy to people in general or show respect to other devotees, is considered to be a third-class devotee. The second-class devotee is he who is merciful and compassionate to the fallen soul. The second-class devotee is always cognizant of his position as an eternal servant of the Lord. He therefore makes friendship with devotees. He therefore makes friendships with, the, with devotees of the Lord, acts compassionately toward the general public in teaching them devotional service, and refuses to cooperate or associate with non-devotees. As long as one is not compassionate to people in general, in his devotional service to the Lord, he is a third-class devotee. The first-class devotee gives assurance to every living being that there is no fear of this material existence. Let us live in Krishna consciousness and conquer the nations of material existence. It is indicated here that Kardabhamuni was directed by the Lord to be very compassionate and liberal in his household householder life and to give assurance to the people in his renounced life. A sannyasi, one in the renounced order of life, is meant to give enlightenment to the people. He should travel, going from home to home, to enlighten. The householder, by the spell of maya, becomes absorbed in family affairs and forgets his relationship with Krishna. If he dies in forgetfulness, like the cats and dogs, then his life is spoiled. It is the duty of a sannyasi, therefore, to go and awaken the forgetful souls with enlightenment of their eternal relationship with the Lord and to engage them in devotional service. The devotee should show mercy to the fallen souls and also give them the assurance of fearlessness. As soon as one becomes a devotee of the Lord, he is convinced that he is protected by the Lord. Fear itself is afraid of the Lord. Therefore, what does he have to do? What does he? What he has? What has he to do? Excuse me. By the, <clears throat> as soon as one becomes a devotee of the Lord, he is convinced that he is protected by the Lord. Fear itself is afraid of the Lord. Therefore, what has he to do with fear, fearfulness? To award fearlessness to the common man is the greatest act of charity. Shall I repeat that? Thank you. To award fearlessness to the common man is the greatest act of charity. A sannyasi or one who is in the renounced order of life should wander from door to door, from village to village, from town to town, and from country to country, all over the world, as far as he is able to travel, <laughs> and enlighten the householders about Krishna consciousness. A person who is a householder but is initiated by a sannyasi has the duty to spread Krishna consciousness at home. As far as possible, he should call his friends and neighbors to his house and hold classes in Krishna consciousness. I'll, I'll repeat that again. A person who is a householder but is initiated by a sannyasi 
<clears throat> has the duty to spread Krishna consciousness at home as far as possible. He should call his friends and neighbors to his house and hold classes in Krishna consciousness. Holding a class means chanting the holy name of Krishna and speaking from Bhagavad Gita or Srimad Bhagavatam. There are immense literatures for spreading Krishna consciousness and it is the duty of each and every householder to learn about Krishna from his sannyasi spiritual master. There is a division of labor in the Lord's service. The householder's duty is to earn money because a sannyasi is not supposed to earn money but is completely dependent on the householder. The householder should earn, earn money by business or by profession and spend at least 50% of his income to spread Krishna consciousness. 25% he can spend for his family and 25% he should save to meet emergencies. This example was shown by Rupa Goswami, so devotees should follow it. Actually, to be one with the Supreme Lord means to be one with the interest of the Lord. Becoming one with the Lord does not imply becoming as great as the Supreme Lord. It is impossible. The part is never equal to the whole. The living entity is always a minute part. Therefore, his oneness with the Lord, therefore, his oneness with the Lord is that he is interested in the, in the one interest of the Lord. The Lord wants every living entity to always think about Him, to be His devotee, and always worship Him. This is clearly stated in Bhagavad Gita. Manmana Bhavamad Bhakta Krishna wants everyone always to think of Him. Everyone should always offer obeisances to Krishna. This is the will of the Supreme Lord and devotees should try to fulfill his desire. Since the Lord is unlimited, his desire is also unlimited. There is no stoppage, and therefore the service of the Lord is also unlimited. In the transcendental world, there is unlimited competition between the Lord and the servitor. The Lord wants to fulfill his desires unlimitedly, and the devotee, also serves him to fulfill his unlimited desires. There is an unlimited oneness of interest between the Lord and his devotee. Text 32. <clears throat> o great sage, I shall manifest my own plenary portion through your wife Devahuti, along with your nine daughters. And I shall instruct her in the system of philosophy that deals with the ultimate principles or categories. Purport. Here the word Shwangsa Kalaya indicates that the Lord would appear as the son of Devahuti in Kardamamuni as Kapiladev, the first propounder of the Sankhya philosophy, which is mentioned here as Tattva Sangita. The Lord foretold to Kardamamuni that he would appear in his incarnation, Kapiladev, and would propagate the philosophy of Sankhya. Sankhya philosophy is very well known in the world as pro propagated by another Kapiladev. Again, Sankhya philosophy is very well known in the world as propagated by another Kapiladev. But that Sankhya philosophy is different from the Sankhya which was propounded by the Lord Himself. There are two kinds of Sankhya philosophy. One is godless Sankhya philosophy and the other is godly Sankhya philosophy. The Sankhya propagated by Kapiladev, son of Devahuti, is godly philosophy. 
there are different manifestations of the Lord. He is one, but He has become many. He divides Himself into two different expansions, one called Kala and the other Vibhinangsha. Ordinary living entities are called Vibhinangsha, expansions, and the unlimited expansions of Vishnu Tattva, such as Vamana, Govinda, Narayana, Prajumna, Vasudeva, and Ananta, are called Shvangsha Kala. Swangsha refers to a direct expansion, and Kala denotes an expansion from the expansion of the original Lord. Baladev is an expansion of Krishna, and from Baladev, the next expansion is Sankarsana. Thus, Sankarsana is Kala, but Baladev is Swangsha. There is no difference, however, among them. This is very nicely explained in the Brahma Sangita. Departure 546. With one candle, one may light a second candle, with the second candle a third, and then a fourth. And in this way, one can light up thousands of candles, and no candle is inferior to another in distributing light. Every candle has the full potential candle power, but there is still the distinction that one candle is the first, another the second, another the third, and another the fourth. Similarly, there is no difference between the immediate expansion of the Lord and His second expansion. The Lord's names are considered in exactly the same way. Since the Lord is absolute, His name, His form, His pastimes, His paraphernalia, and His quality all have the same potency. In the absolute world, the name Krishna is the transcendental sound representation of the Lord. There is no potential difference between His quality, name, form, and so on. If we chant the name of the Lord, Hare Krishna, that has as much potency as the Lord Himself. There is no potential difference between the form of the Lord, whom we worship, and the form of the Lord in the temple. One should not think that one is worshipping a doll or statue of the Lord, even if others consider it to be a statue, because there is not potential difference one gets the same result by worshipping the statue of the Lord or the Lord Himself. This is the science of Krishna consciousness. All glories to Srila Prabhupada and his exposition of the science of Krishna consciousness in his Bhaktivedanta purports. Hare Krishna. That brings us to 8 o'clock and we will start tomorrow at text 33. Okay, let us hear the reflections from the devotees. Okay, let us hear. First is from Gopakanya Devi Das. Hare Krishna Gopakanya Devi Das. Steadiness personified. <laughs> Jai Jagannath. Jai Jagannath. Hare Krishna Dear Maharaj and all the simple devotees, all glories to Srila Prabhupada and Srimad Bhagavatam. Jai, all glories to Srimad Bhagavatam, Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. From Bhakti Noel. Hare Krishna Bhakti Noel. Hare Krishna Dear Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. Thank you for this gift of transcendental nectar today. Hare Krishna. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. All glories to His Divine Grace. And from Katie. Yes, Bhakti and Katie. Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. Jai, ho, Srila Prabhupada. 
I say Hare Krishna when you say Radhe Radhe because once Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur was circumambulating Radha Kund and he saw with, with a few other devotees and he saw a, a personality paying dandavat pranams. Uh, he was going around paying his dandavats and then putting his feet where his head was and like that he would pay dandavats all the way around Radha Kund. And one of the persons who were with Bhakti Siddhanta, he said, he is worshipping uh, Radha, Radha because she is so dear to Krishna. And then Bhakti Siddhanta responded, and we worship Krishna because he is so dear to Radharani. So he was saying that if you want to please Radharani best, then worship Krishna. Hare Krishna. Of course we worship Radha and Krishna together. Hare Krishna. From Haritindan. From? Haritindan. Haritan, Haritindan. Close enough? Okay. He says, Hare Krishna. Namaste Guruji. Jai, Namaste. Can I get a place to stay in Iskon Temple anywhere in India? My material life is very dangerous. I don't know if I would survive. Whoa. Well, uh, I haven't been to India in a long time, and therefore I'm not so closely connected. But I am closely connected to one devotee in particular, His Holiness, uh, Asit Krishna Swami Maharaj, who is in ISKCON's center in Govardhan. So you might want to go there and talk to him about it. He's one of the most advanced devotees that I've ever met and he may be able to give, he will be able to give you the, the best advice. Hare Krishna. Audrey says Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, Audrey. Hare Bo, Hare Bo. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna Krishna Hare Hare From Anandamurti Yes Anandamurti Dear Guru Maharaj and all assembled devotees please accept my humble obeisances all glories to Srila Prabhupada Thank you so much for today's readings of Srimad Bhagavatam Today I heard a very nice explanation of Bhakti Yoga Srila Prabhupada's purports are always very obvious. Yesterday, one book distributed during lunch break. I started distributing, and after 10 minutes, one high school student came back and saying, I want to get this book. He received Gita very nicely. He is studying art. He says he is going to draw pictures in Gita. Very good. Very good. Thank you very much. You're spreading Christian consciousness according to your capacity and you personify what we just heard in Prabhupada's purports of how, how, how householders, it's their duty to spread Christian consciousness according to their capacity. So you're doing that. So you should know that you're very dear to me and also very dear to Srila Prabhupada and dear to Krishna without a shadow of a doubt. Hare Krishna.
He is very happy to receive Bhagavad Gita. And I felt this is my my Ratha Yatra. <laughs> Book distribution always purifies me. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And it's a perfection of preaching. Hare Krishna. Hartindan says, thank you, grateful. Hare Krishna. Haribo Subarao. Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances and all glories to Sri the Prabhupada. Jai Jagannath. Thank you for your daily readings. In the purport 3.21.31, Sri the Prabhupada gives many gems. One of them is, quote, As soon as one becomes a devotee of the Lord, he is convinced that he is protected by the Lord. Mm. Fear itself is afraid of the Lord. Therefore, what has he to do with fearfulness? Yes. This is the process of surrender. It begins by accepting whatever is favorable to the advancement of Krishna consciousness and rejecting whatever is unfavorable to Krishna consciousness. And when you actually do that regularly, uh, every day, then you feel the presence of the Lord because you're, you're following His instructions and His instructions are non different from Him. So that means you can feel His, pre His presence during the day. And as soon as you do that, then you feel protected and your fear goes away. Fear is caused by forgetfulness of Krishna and fearlessness is attained, regained by remembering Krishna in full surrender. This is the secret to live a, a happy life in this material world. There's no alternative, actually. Hare Krishna. Yes, Subarao. Srimad Bhagavatam 1.1.14 Apanasam sritim goram yam nama vivasho vinan tatar sadyo vimuchyeta yad bibeti swayam bayam Living beings who are entangled in the complicated meshes of birth and death can be freed immediately by even unconsciously chanting the holy name of Krishna, which is feared by fear personified. Fearlessness is the barometer of our progress to surrender to Lord Krishna. Yes, exactly. I, I think I just elaborated on that from the last question. Yes, very good. We, we become fearless just like a little child, maybe, maybe he has a, 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 another kid on the block who's a bully. And so every time he gets, he, the, this bully finds him, he beats him up or embarrasses him in some way or another. But he's walking out the door of his house with his father, and he's got his father's hand, and he sees the bully, and he goes, come on, come on he knows he's protected by his father and he's fearless so if we actually put ourselves in the hands of Krishna fully we become fearless nothing maya cannot touch us Shantarupa? Yes, Shantarupa. He must be busy over there with Devamrita Maharaj there and all the festivities going on. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna Maharaj. I particularly liked Prabhupada's explanation about how fearfulness is the real charity. Thank you for reading again and again. Yes, thank you for bringing that out. That's a very nice reflection. It, one of the pri prime points that we heard about today. That fearlessness 
is attained by What, what does it say there? What did she say? She, she quoted it. Cheerfulness is the real charity. Yes, it's the real charity. Because once you've given, you've, you've achieved fearlessness, then you can give that fearlessness to others. Only one who is fearless can give fearlessness to others. Only one who has actually accepted Lord Krishna for who he is and has surrendered unto him as the Supreme Personality of Godhead can he give in charity fearlessness and because fear is the predominant feature of the material world everyone is living in fear therefore it's the greatest charity because it, it, it makes one free Hare Krishna She also commented, at the moment I'm hosting His Holiness Devamrita Swami's cook. She is fearless. Oh, very good. Very good. Nice service. And from Anandamurti. Yes, Anandamurti. Today and tomorrow we are going to have Bhagavad Gita class and Nectar of Devotion class and Kirtan workshop. And more than 40 people are going to attend it, including many new people. Nice. Please give us your blessings so that we can engage the service for Sri the Prabhupada in distributing Krishna consciousness. Oh. Hare Krishna. You have whatever I have, it's yours. Hare Krishna. Thank you so much. You're, you're so pleasing, so pleasing. Thank you. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Okay, thank you very much everyone for your wonderful reflections and appreciations for hearing Prabhupada's books. It's, it's, it's very rewarding, thank you. Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai. Samabeda Bhakta Vrinda Ki Jai. Gaur Premanandi Hari Hari Bo. And we'll be here tomorrow night, same time, same place, same topic, as this history, important history of the, of the world. All the most important events in the world's history are given in Srimad Bhagavatam, the most important events. And we will hear about how Kapiladev has come into this world and how Kardama Muni and Devahuti active. See you tomorrow. Hare Krishna.